The Rebbe always talked to us about giving tzedakim, that tzedakim uh, increases the brachas from Hashem to give us even more wealth. And this is based on the Gemara. The Gemara says that Rabbi Yechina was walking in the street and met his orphaned nephew, the son of Reshlakish, whose father passed away when he was young. And Rabbi Yechina asked the little boy what he learned in Cheder today, and he said, he learned the Pasik from this week's parasha, Asir to Asir, you should give 10%. And uh, Rabbi Yechina, so the boy asked Rabbi Yechina, so why does it say double, Asir to Asir, twice you should give 10%. And Rabbi Yechanan answered, Aser b'shvil shetis asher. Aser, it's a play on the word Aser. Aser can be with the sin or with the shin. If you give 10%, then you become rich. So uh, <clears throat> the Rebbe would always encourage him, and the Rebbe would say what the Gemara also mentions right over there, that it's the only mitzvah you'll have to test Hashem. That, when Hashem, that, um, that you give tzedakah and test Hashem, that Hashem should give you um, a lot more back. Um, uh, there's a story with Rabbi Shmelke of Niklisburg. Rabbi Shmelke of Niklisburg, Talmud of the Magid, the brother of the Hafla, was a rov in the big city in Niklisburg. He used to always raise money for the community, for the poor, especially before Pesach. So once he came to a rich man, knocked on his door and said that he wants to take some donation from him. The man was very gracious, he was very honored. The rov comes to his house and made him sit down and gave him some nice some something nice to drink and something nice to eat being very respectful and very honorable to the rav but when the rav when the rav um, named the number uh, pointed out the number of money that, that he, he expects of him the rich man began to sort of um, apologize that he can't do it he had just lost a lot of money in business and therefore times are not the same but Rishmelke didn't want to hear from anything. He said to him, listen, if you don't want to give it, then I'm just leaving. The, the, the rich man offered a smaller amount, and Rishmelke said, I'm not taking it. And be well, I'm off. The rich man was very offended and insulted. So he said, Rebbe, okay, here, I'll give you the money. And he gave him the money that the Rebbe uh, determined, and, and the Rebbe left. Before the Rebbe left, the rich man said to the Rebbe, said to, 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 to Rebbe Shmelke, I have a question for you, and I hope you don't mind that I ask you the question. The Rebbe Shmelke says, no, not at all. So the rich man says to Rebbe Shmelke, tell me, what is the difference between you and an armed robber? An armed robber that comes and says to me, give me your money or your life. And I'm forced to give him all my money because I'm afraid to get killed. You did exactly the same. You literally coerced me to give money that I wasn't prepared to give. I'm not in the position of giving. The only reason I gave it to you because I'm afraid of your disappointment in me. So what value does my giving have? It's like giving to an armed robber. So Rabbi says, you're mistaken. And he gave him a marshal. Once there was a king who had his only son. Son got very sick. The doctors fussed over him, tried to heal him, nothing worked. Then came a very big specialist from a big city. He said he has a special, wonderful uh, medicine that can heal the sun. Only problem is that the sun, because of his illness, had his mouth shut. He couldn't open his mouth. So the doctor suggested that you make a cut 
on the side of his mouth in the cheek and poured the medicine through that side opening. This is exactly what they did. They poured the medicine through the side opening and the child recovered. When the child became completely well, he noticed that his cheek was cut up. He got very upset. He says, who is this man that, that took a knife to my cheek? He's a murderer. He's a guy who tried to kill me. Says the father, the king, and the queen, no, you're mistaken. This man is the kindest man. He saved your life. Says Rabshmelka to the rich man, you think I'm hurting you. I'm robbing you of your money. You don't, if you knew what a favor I did to you, that by you giving now, Hashem will now give you back fivefold, tenfold of what you lost. I've done you a favor. And that's exactly what happened. <clears throat> the rich man recovered everything after that. It's a very beautiful uh, vote of Rameya Shapir. Rameya Shapir in his typical witty humor learned Pshat in the Mishnah, the last Mishnah in Gitin. Shammai say, when is it okay to divorce your wife? Uh, you guys are there, don't try it at home. It's just all theoretical. Bishamai says, when is it okay to divorce your wife? Only The only justification for divorcing a wife is if she um, committed adultery. There's an unfaithfulness in the marriage. Anything short of that, is, there's no justification to divorce. Basila said, no. Even if she just merely uh, burnt the food, it's okay to divorce her. Strange. Basila would be so lenient that even if she burned the food one night and the husband is upset and dislikes her because of this, it's a justification to divorce. Says Ramesh Shapira, in his, again, in his typical way, says, sometimes as a wife, she burns the food. So what does she do? If she's extremely kind and giving person, what does she do? She gives the husband the top half of the food that's not burnt, and for herself, she takes the part of the food that's closer to the bottom of the pot, which is the burned part. What if she's not such a kind person, but she's average? So then she'll say, listen, you know, I burned the food, unfortunately, I'm sorry, I'm just human. Let's split in half. She takes for herself half the top and half the bottom and gives her husband half the non-burned, the top and half the, the burned part. What if she's a real mean-spirited wife? She says, okay, I burned the food, so okay, I'll take for myself the top, you get the bottom, the burned part. Says Rabbi Shapira, this is what Bessilah is saying. You can, you can see there's a litmus test. A woman who, whenever she burns the pot, it's just an example. It's just symptomatic of her character. That whenever the pot, that she burns the food, she'll give her husband the burnt part and take for herself the better part. It's a sign that there's not a good marriage there. Says the same thing is true with tzedakah. He used that as a muscle for tzedakah. There are people, they experience a setback in, in, in business. So what is the first thing you do? You tighten your belt. So some people, they, said, they say like this, the big man meaning in Hashem, they believe that if they have a setback in business, it's all Menashem mine for a reason. Hashem is trying to send them a message. So he gives even more tzedakah. So he tightens his belt in, regarding his own needs, his own resources, his, his, his livelihood, it's the way he lives his daily life. But when it comes to tzedakah, he knows that he needs to give more because since Hashem is the one who gave him the setback, 
So he knows what the response should be, is to give more, so Hashem will, you know, set his business back on track. But then there's another person who says, listen, he's an average person, he has a big setback in business, so he tightens his belt everywhere. He takes, he lives on a more lower standard now, less cars, less vacation, less restaurants, spends less money on himself and his family, and he also tightens his belt on tzedakah, he cuts back on the tzedakah. Then there's the third guy. The third guy, when he has a setback in business, the first thing he does is he cuts back on his tzedakah. All the way back so that, to make up for the setback. So it's like this guy who um, was on a ship and the ship was drowning. So they needed to throw off, the, throw off board the possessions, but you throw up certain possessions first and then more possessions to see if the ship is gonna stabilize. So this guy has talus and fillin, he's got his, his jewelry, he's got his clothes, he's got his, his fun stuff, his, his, his computer, his technology. What does he throw at first? His talus and fillin. And then if he needs to throw over more stuff, he'll do more stuff. The first thing he cuts down is on the tzedakah. He says, that's burning your pot and giving the burnt part to Hashem. L'chaim. <laughs>